It's really incredible how our quote-unquote unconsciousness deceives us about seemingly obvious things that might be very obvious to other people uh, in order to facilitate our perceived interests. So, for example, there's a very interesting psychological case study of a lady that came to a psychiatrist and she said she's very much complaining about her husband. She said, my husband is so lazy and sometimes he even gets a little bit out of hand and he's throwing things and he's yelling and screaming and and he's just it's been like this for years and there's, there's nothing I can do with him. I would love to leave him. So the psychiatrist asks, okay, ma'am, I understand. So why don't you leave him? So she says, well, you understand, my husband is completely incapable of doing anything at all. He can't even dial the phone. He doesn't know how to dial the phone. He doesn't know how to write. He can barely read. He doesn't know how to do a single thing uh, on his own. So consequently, I can't leave him because if I did, that would be cruel. I'm not a bad person. Like I feel really bad for him. I, I, I can't leave him. I, I just have to put up with it, I guess. So the psychiatrist asks her, what does your husband do? She says, oh, well, he's a uh, he's security guard. Is he just a regular security guard? What's ex What exactly is his position? She says, well, no, he's in charge of a team. He's got around 20 people working under him. He's, he's the head of security at a pretty large uh, facility. Psychiatrist asks her, ma'am, do you think that somebody that is capable of being in charge of around 20 people and, and uh, heading the security of a large facility, which obviously necessitates a, a very, a very many transactions and interactions, including being able to dial the phone and use technology and equipment and talk with people and communicate all kinds of things. Do you really think that your husband is as incapable as, as you think that he is? And she, her, her mouth dropped. She couldn't believe what she was hearing. She said, oh my goodness. You're right. Maybe he's just pretending. So she looked into it and he was pretending. He simply uh, wanted to guilt her out to make her feel bad. And he would say, I can't dial the phone. I can't write. I can't cook my own meals and so forth and so on. So as soon as she clarified that, she was able to call out his uh, BS and, and say that, you know, if you don't stop it, you, you don't begin to behave better. I understand now your tricks. I'm not falling for them. I'm going to leave you. And the relationship uh, improved. But the question is, how is it possible? And this went on over many, many years, maybe a decade, it's whatever it was. Long, long time. How is it possible that a person can have such a contradiction in their mind that to, to, to maintain that my husband is the head of, of a security team of 20 people and yet can't write, can't pick up the phone, yada, yada. Never, we never think then to ask, uh, can that be true? How it's because that the, uh, the unconsciousness, what we would call, took care of that and blinded the lady to that fact. Why? For, for whatever reason. Maybe that uh, on a certain level, she, she wanted to stay with him. Maybe on a certain level, uh, she, uh, you know, she didn't want to encounter the stress of being on her own and having to move out or something. Like this. It could be very, very little things. We see sometimes how incredibly uncomfortable it is to, to get out of bed in the morning, to to get up, uh, get up off the couch, and we're willing to 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 BS ourselves, pardon the language, qu quite a great deal in order to to avoid that discomfort. For example, we have to get up in the morning, but it's very cold, so we say, you know, I don't feel good, and I, I, it's just something like wrong with my stomach, like I, I can't, I can't get up there. So we're willing to to uh, to really to make a lot of twists and turns to to avoid these kinds of things. So it could be something like that they're in in that situation. Like I don't want to deal with now being single, with going through the divorce settlements, with moving out, it'll be very uncomfortable, it'll be very painful. So, but at the same time, I don't want to think of myself as a sucker that I'm going to put up with this uh, kind of behavior from a, uh, from a, a 
a person like that. So what I need to do, I need to, to flip it around so that I feel good about remaining in my situation. How do I do that? I take it for fa- at face value uh, that uh, my husband is a poor, incapable person. I ignore the fact that he's a competent uh, a, a boss uh, of, of a bunch of people and is able certainly able to do very many things. I completely ignore that. I never think to question that. I take that at face value. So now I have this self-serving narrative. I'm such a great person. I'm putting up with this horrible behavior because of my, I'm so charitable. I'm so empathetic. I'm so loving. Look at me. So we see how we flipped it, flipped it around. I see that's just an interpretation there. Maybe it was a different, the precise thought process, but it's something along those lines. Our objective is always the same, to have the maximum amount of dignity and self-esteem, but what we, the, the steps that we take, the convolutions of our thought that we uh, sustain, they, they vary depending on, on the situation. So what's the lesson for us? The lesson is that obviously in order to get anything truly good in life, we have to have honesty and truth. That's the only way. Our good lies in reality. It doesn't lie in fantasy land. Otherwise, we could sit on our couch and say, I'm a knight or I'm a princess and I uh, fly on the dragon and I and I am a billionaire and I've rescued the you know, the princesses, if I'm a knight or if I'm the princess, I'm going to be a queen soon. We can say anything we want, but we understand that wouldn't be our good, would it? It would just be nuts. It'd be insanity. We have to develop. We have to grow. We have to become mentally and emotionally and otherwise more and more mature and and, uh, and advanced. And we can only do that in reality. We can't do that if we're pretending to be, some, uh, you know, uh, uh, again, a princess or a knight or, or anything. Like that. So that's obvious, but it's the same thing even with these situations. That's equally fantasy, something like this, when we're ignoring uh, uh, some kind of inconvenient reality. It's, it's complete fantasy. It's self-deception. And it's a lie. And we think that it's worth it because in the short term, it's, uh, it spares us from difficult uh, conversations, from difficult encounters with ourselves and with other people. Excuse me. And with painful emotions. But obviously, ultimately, it's not worth it because ultimately, we end up uh, 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 with a tiny... Uh, personality, we end up with a diminution of our being, of our life, and we end up just a, a, a smaller individual than we could have been for whatever that's worth, and, and that's not a deal that we want to take. So the lesson then is that we have to be very brutally, uh, painfully honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, where am I lying to myself? Because all of us are lying somewhere or other to ourselves. It's inevitable. Life is very tough, very, very difficult to always be honest, especially if we don't have that habit and we weren't raised with that habit in mind. We're inevitably, we're going we're gonna to lie here and there to ourselves. Not only lie like your dress is looking good, your suit is looking nice, but lie like this, where there's an obvious thing, where the next move would be maybe to leave the job that we're at, but we're lying to ourselves that uh, it's about something. The next move would be to move and to uh, leave the relationship we're in. It's not working. To, to move to a different place, to begin to work out, to uh, change our health habits, to, um, uh, to, to advance our professional skills or our, our education, whatever the case may be. Obviously, on a, on a deeper level for all of us, the, the truth is we have to work on ourselves morally to so say we have to address our, our lower natures and, and try to rectify things there. But even these uh, these uh, obvious things, again, the, with the job and with the relationship, even those things, uh, in all likelihood, we're lying to ourselves somewhere or other. So we have to find that out. Maybe we, we can ask somebody's perspective. Sometimes it's obvious right away. And it's possible that a person can, uh, uh, can be in a uh, living in a deception for decades, for, year, for for one's whole life, and then another person in 30 seconds. It's very clear the blunder that a person is making. It's just not clear to that person. So we have to find that out. For instance, uh, a young man that um, 
uh, did not want to to go ahead in life. Uh, 18 years old, now I have to go to work or I have to try to get an education. I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to sit at home. And now I need some kind of excuse. So I don't feel bad. So the young man uh, looked through, uh, you know, thought about his life and he realized that he once took a medication. He looked it up and one of the side effects was drowsiness. So he began to say, maybe at first it was just a, a clear nonsense, but uh, uh, but eventually, not, no. He began to say that uh, the reason I can't do anything at all is because I, I t- took this medication and it, it made me very drowsy. It changed my brain chemistry. It made it impossible for me to to do any work. All right? So now, uh, and just like that, a couple of years went by. Now the young man was, was 22, 23. And uh, he's still saying that. I can't do anything at all. And so this uh, young man's dad asks, asked uh, the, the present speaker, myself, to, to go speak to him. Obviously, in 30 seconds, it's obvious what the situation is. That uh, He's uh, saying, you know, I once took this medication. It changed my brain. There's nothing at all I can do. So why don't you go, go seek help? No, I can't. I'm too tired to go seek help. It's not going to help. There's no way. There's nothing at all that can be done. It's completely impossible. So maybe it's because of, uh, you know, your your lack of toughness, your lack of mental attributes. He's like, no, 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 I'm very tough. I'm very, I'm, I'm just a, this, a stud, you know, in all ways. It's just this, the medication it has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm incapacitated. It's like, I don't ask you to jump to the moon, right? Well, you can't ask me to work. You can't ask me to uh, lead an active lifestyle because it's impossible. It changed my brain chemistry. So I said, okay, why don't you uh, take that water bottle? That, that's not even full. I think it was, maybe it was full, but whatever. Take a water bottle and hold it out at arm's length and don't drop it till I tell you. Let's see how long you can hold it. So he held it just under a minute. His hand began to shake. Right away, he dropped it. Right? So then he said, okay, see, what's that? Is that because of the medication? He, he couldn't say that, obviously. So then all of a sudden, boom, all those lies collapsed. He said, no, okay, fine, I was lying, I was BSing, it's not, I'm responsible, yada, yada. And he said, okay, I'm going to look for a job starting tomorrow, I'm going to wake up early, uh, all these kinds of great things. Uh, but of course, we understand our consciousness is always trying to suck us back into our lies, into our fantasies. A couple days went by, and shot this young man at text, so what's going on? And he's like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm too tired. What? We went through it. Said, um, no, no, it was just a water bottle. It didn't count. Uh, it, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, it, my body failed. It wasn't my mind. It was because uh, it, was, it became physically impossible. So he was back at it. And a couple more years then went by and, uh, and it continued. And, and every so often, trying to get him to, to fess up and he maybe a little leeway would be made. Uh, he would say, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I probably should do something. But then it's right back to it. So we say, that it's very difficult to escape our lies. They're not always so clear and pathological, but that somewhere or other, we are most certainly not being entirely honest, so we can find that out and uh, make the appropriate changes. Let's do it. Thank you for listening.